What's up, guys? Welcome to a Roaring Podcast from Roaring.io, where we talk to some of the best in tech and product management. My name is Jesper Kask, and I'm your host. Today, we're joined by Carl Landahl, Head of Change and System Management at NoNet. We go into detail on NoNet's relentless focus on customer experience and process automation, and the role that digital data plays in those two focus areas. Enjoy. Okay, welcome back. We have a super interesting guest today in Carl Landahl from NoNet. It's great to have you here, Carl. Well, thank you, Jesper, for inviting me. Uh, so just to sort of dive straight into the topic, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, the story behind NoNet, where you work currently. Yeah, well, so I've actually been with the company, I think, when we're broadcasting this, I think for 15 years. So that's quite some time, uh, to be honest, one of the oldest at the company, even though you can see me at the picture, you see that I'm still looking quite young, right? <laughs> and, and, and so that's the, the company. So um, my, my role is I'm currently the head of change and system management. So we're basically handling our business critical third party systems. Uh, but we're also running uh, the cost efficiency program at NordNet. And I think that mm-hmm. we're going to deep dive into that uh, in a bit. Uh, me, myself, I've been around the company working in uh, pretty much all areas. I think might be some some department that haven't had the luck to have me yet, but <laughs> that might <laughs> might happen in, in the future. So NodeNet was founded in uh, 1996. Uh, from the beginning, we were an online broker. Today, of course, we're an, an online bank. When I began my employment in 2007, uh, we had just reached uh, 40,000 customers. Today, we have one and a half million in the Nordics, more than one and a half millions uh, in the Nordics. So that's quite an expansion. As you hear, we are active in all the Nordic countries and our goal or our promise is to democratize savings and investments uh, in the Nordics. We are doing that uh, by having in my opinion, at least, but also uh, some of the customers, I will come back to that, uh, by having a fantastic digital uh, platform and also a user experience that uh, goes from A to Z uh, from our web to our apps. If we're looking upon what, what the customer think about us, I can tell you that uh, in three of, uh, of the four countries uh, where we have our business, we are the number one uh, competitor in net promoter score. So we're mm. quite satisfied about uh, that. And we are continuously working on our journey to create the absolute best customer experience for, for everyone involved. So that's a short introduction to, to NordNet. That's very impressive. And, and obviously the results are, are as follows. And I wanted to sort of ask you, uh, because obviously NordNet has had a lot of success when it com- comes to automating these different processes. And, and that's sort of uh, one of the magic source of your, of your success. Uh, could you tell me a little bit about that and, and what's, what's, uh, what's behind that, so to speak? Yeah. Well, of course, NordNet has been uh, rapidly growing in the last couple of uh, last couple of years, <laughs> the last twenty years, and of course, what what happens when that is made is that we saw that. Well, the operational cost, that's the administration cost. So basically customer service, back office and et cetera. It was growing in the same pace as the customer inflow. So for instance, if we had a customer growth of 15% in one year, uh, we would have a in- increased operational cost of 15% as well. That's not the same as the, the cost were a hundred percent correlated to, to the revenue because of course our margin has increased, but we wanted it to increase uh, even more. And since we have made rapid development, 
development. It's not always that we have thought about the uh, the automation part or the digitization part of everything. So we might have released a, a phase one, but never really came to phase two, where we should work with the, with the automating uh, or the automation of the process. So in 2017, we said that well, this is enough. Uh, we need to have one one department starting this, uh, and that was basically a kickstart. Nowadays, we are thinking about automation in everything that we do. So if we are building on a customer journey, for instance, you should directly look into how will we digitize this whole process before we release it to the customer. So we are thinking in quite a different way uh, than than we did uh, 10 years ago or prioritizing a bit different than we did 10 years ago. But 2017, back to that, then then I got the opportunity to create a, a team that first made an analysis of uh, well of the complete uh, company so to speak everything from accounting back office and uh, finance on what we could do in the automation part and basically in the last 5 years we've been mostly working with with operations and and back office and what we found was that of course we we can save resources that's one thing but what we really wanted to become is scalable so uh, we don't want the uh, uh, the operational cost to grow in the same level as the the customer growth is doing and I can happily tell you now, before we go into the details, that uh, now the operational cost has had a increase yearly of two to three percent, but the customer inflow in the last twelve months was thirty-five uh, percent. So that's quite mm. uh, quite impressive, of course. Uh, but the key to everything that was that you can start automating wherever you want. You can start in the in the back end, for instance. I think that most companies have the issue with that. Well, we have a lot of papers coming into us, a lot of agreements and things that the customers want to do. You can automate that with with scanners and whatever system you want. But if you really want to do something digital, if you really want to automate something, you need to have the input data digital. And it would cost you a lot of money, Jesper, if you're going to have someone who converts (laughs) the physical paper to digital data in a system. Mm. So our first approach was actually that we need to digitize uh, the inflow from, from our customers. We need to have digital forms. All the errands, all the agreements, all the questions that come from customers needs to come in digital channels. And th- this might come to as a surprise for some people that, wow, wasn't Nunet there? No, we were not. And our competitors were not either. Mm. But we had the capability. We knew how to do it. And in 2017, we started. So for the first three years, the only thing we did was digitizing forms. And And the way that we did that was that we we thought directly of the of the of that the new platform or the way that we're going to digitize these forms were going to be scalable so we bought the system that were not dependent on IT development so we bought a third party system just to be able to have normal user creating forms that they could release to our customers and in that way increase the scalability of of the whole company so that's where we started as of today the initiative that we have that consists now of both uh, uh, digital capture, that, that is the, the forms tool that we have, uh, and, and identification and um, uh, signature that we have through Scribe today uh, outside, and also our suite automation tool that is basically a process automation tool. Those together stands today for a savings of 45 full-time employees. 
So that's quite impressive. And it's not that we, we are not uh, moving away people. I mean, it might be that we move someone from one department to another, but this means that there are 45 more people that we didn't have to recruit. And also that our experts on back office, uh, in our operations and et cetera, they can work with what they're actually hired to do. And that's, they have a special competence. It's not, uh, we don't want them to administrate an Excel sheet. Mm. So, so that's in short what, uh, what, what we have done or short. I think I, I only took six minutes for me <laughs> to describe that, but that's in short what we have done. And as of today, as I said, uh, 45 full time employees, I think in the end of the year, we have a target of up to 60 and we will reach that. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very impressive, like you mentioned. And, and what, what are some of the processes? Can you mention a few examples of the processes that you've been able to automate? Yeah, uh, of course, we have done a lot of like internal improvements that I don't think that people know about. So let's speak more about some processes that customer actually or customers uh, uh, can see at other banks as well. So for instance, a credit process. There's a lot of papers involved in a credit process, Jesper, right? You yeah, probably sure. have some mortgage or, or something uh, like that connected. So for instance, in, in that area, what we have done is that instead of the customer coming in with a physical paper to us, they are doing everything in a form. But after that, we have checks with external services where Roaring is one of those, uh, where we are checking everything uh, so that we actually can make a decision on the credit uh, within 10 to 15 minutes from where you where you apply from it and we also respond to you in a in a digital channel and just doing this was an increase uh, uh when it comes to applications in the credit area it grew by 200 percent directly over the night just because we had a very lean and nice process so it's not only about saving resources it's also about increasing uh the the hit rate on existing customers and driving more customers to a flow so that's one example uh, other examples which i think that a lot of people have uh, have tried at other banks and at our bank is for instance how do you create a uh, an account for your son or daughter you need to have signatures from from both parents right jesper yeah yeah and you need to look up are these really the parents uh, so mm. there's a lot of information here and what we used to do is that first they come uh, come in with a physical agreement and we need to check in uh, external registers uh, are these really the parents have they signed the power of attorneys correctly and then after that we need to print uh, from the external services just to prove in our documentation that these are really the parents and etc now we're doing everything around that digital so if you want to open up uh, an account for your children you just enter NordNet, you go to the form and in the form, you can directly uh, fill in who the other parent is. And when you have done that, the signatures goes over to that person through SMS or email. Then that person signs it. And then automatically through Roaring now, since we are speaking <laughs> in the Roaring <laughs> podcast, we can check in both Sweden, Denmark, Norway, and soon Finland. We can check directly, are these the parents? And then we can confirm it. So the account can be opened within minutes. And that's extremely cool. I mean, and this is some of the large hurdles that all of the bank has. We need to work with external registers all the time. And the other uh, good example of that is the account opening or new customer process for companies. Because a, a company has a lot of regulations when it comes to who can sign for, for the company and in what errands can they do that. And we have mm. all of that digital as well. And we look it up 
through digital services external so what we basically have built here is some type of a of a monster not a monster <laughs> a fantastic system that actually can help us with both providing the customer a good customer journey but also provide us with all the data that we need in order to to open up an account for instance so those are some examples. We also use it in our AML area where I, where I think that we have uh, saved the most resources of it all. So uh, some of the processes when it comes to AML is handled only through SuiteForms, Roaring and Suite Automation, which is our process automation tool. So that's mm. extremely cool when you look upon how many employees the other banks has working with, with AML. Mm. And you sort of mentioned the, the, uh, the new sort of timeline from uh, when becoming a opening an account for a miner uh, in minutes now um, and just to get a, a sort of a sense of what it looked like before what was uh, w- are we talking days months uh, what was the process previously yeah well that, that's dependent on how fast you were to, to send the agreements back to us yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if, if you printed them your, yourself of course you can send them today and you will have your account within a week but most people wanted mm. us to send the agreement uh, home to them and then they need to fill it out and send it back. So basically, I would say around 14 days was the normal process. And then a lot of uh, the cases also needed completion because uh, they were not filled in correctly. Now we can tell the customer directly that something is wrong or you have you have filled out something wrong. And I mean, that's a big difference. So now you can open it up and you can have your account within a day. Uh, it took 14 days before. The same with credit could take up to two to three weeks. I mean, there's a lot of agreements, a lot of things that you need to to show like if you have security for the loan that you're going to take out and etc now that everything is done digital you can have your answer within 15 minutes uh, or at least 80 percent of the flow can have their answer within 15 minutes before it could take up to three weeks okay so one of the things you you sort of mentioned as a challenge in automating different processes is digital data uh, could you elaborate a little bit on that yeah, I would say that, well, to begin with, the, the customer has a lot of details that they need to provide us, and we need to confirm all those details. Then there are some details that the customer doesn't even, even know that we need to check in external data sources, and that's a big obstacle. And to get all of these together to to create a, a errand where we can then do something automatically, I mean, that's one, one of the keys. And I think that for mo- most companies here, I, I think that if they are actually doing an analysis, they will pretty much find out that they really need to bring in digital data uh, what, what we have done together with with roaring here is that uh, basically we are having everything in one api and we're very thankful that you have actually created a roadmap based on our needs <laughs> that's of course a luxury i can't promise that to to all of you that are listening that, that they will do that but try but uh, don't mess up with my roadmap thank you yeah. no but what, what we did together with you was that you were on a a journey as well a nordic journey uh, where you wanted to become a good provider of uh, customer and company data uh, within the Nordics. And we really needed that data. We did a um, a common roadmap when it comes to that on company uh, and person data that we really needed to have provided. And one of our things that we were very, very hard on when we when we discussed the details was that we wanted everything connected in one API. We don't mm. want 25 different uh, sources uh, uh, that we should ping every time that we need to find data because that also costs money. That's also a question of scalability. So now we have everything connected in in your API. And for instance, some of those that we have already mentioned, uh, and that's uh, miners and companies, uh, where we were not blank. I mean, we had the data, of course, 
but they were they were all on on screens we we couldn't receive it in metadata or anything like that so if you're going to automate anything in this world you need to have everything digital so you need to have all details from the customer digital you need to have external sources digital you need to bring it in in a way that you actually can uh, can work with it in an automated way or or for that matter in a physical way and i would recommend everyone to start in that area because what you will see uh, are two things one thing is of course that you can start the automation this is like the kickstart if you get everything digital it's up to you what you do after that but also it increases the uh, experience for the customer so there are two things going hand in hand here if the customer can do everything digital they don't need to call you they don't need to send in agreements you will see your hit rates going up quite a lot the the other thing um because now we're speaking about data but i want to bring up something else jesper uh, and that's Go ahead. um working uh, in a strategic manner and focusing i think that uh, a lot I, i've been involved in a lot of uh, projects where uh, and be the head of a lot of projects where we have brought in a new third party systems i would say that there are a lot of good vendors uh, out there uh, if you're looking on on the data as as roaring are or if you're looking upon a crm system or a process automation tool i mean there are millions jesper both you and me know that but sometimes uh, it's not only about the the provider and and the system uh, i would say a lot of times it's also about what internal organization you have uh, are you actually providing the correct competences and uh, the number of resources that you need to this project in order to make it good because i can honestly tell you that we started this journey in 2017 but i mean the large results have come within the last year and that's mm. because we have had a team of eight people working with this in so many years that they are now experts. We have uh, built in so many functions into this uh, system. So we are not uh, really uh, reliant anymore on uh, on developers or consultants or anything like that because we have everything in the system. Time is a key here and focus is a key. If you don't have the time and, and the focus, there's no three-month project that can solve all of your scalability issues. Don't fool yourself. Yeah, so so basically consistency uh, as well as digital data and a strategic focus are, are sort of the key takeaways on your end. Absolutely. And consistency is one of my key takeaways when it comes to running a business. I mean, consider this. When you are bored at your uh, brand that you have, the Roaring brand, for instance, I can I can probably guess that then no one on the outside has heard of it. I think there is a, um, uh, I think there's a correlation here to uh, why Coca-Cola has had like almost the same trademark for uh, for 150 years, and other companies have had that as well because you cannot keep that many uh, trademarks in in your head. And it's the same about this. I mean, consistency is continuously making you better. If you're changing the strategy each three months, how are you going to become an expert in what you're doing? And it's the same with automation. You really need to invest in this. It doesn't cost a lot of money. To, to be honest, because you can be smart when you choose the, the vendors, the system, the digital data provider, but you need to invest in competence. And there's no way that you can have consultants filling up your, uh, your uh, business intelligence that you have internally. Because internally, we have the people who know how to make a process. Mm. And no consultant in the world can, uh, can provide that for you. Or maybe some someone uh, could do that, but they don't know how the systems and everything works. You need to invest in some people really working with this in order to make it uh, increasing exponentially within time. And what's next for, for Nordnet in terms of automation and, and processes? What are you guys currently working on now? I don't know how much you can tell us. 
Well, I, I can tell you in, in general what we're working with. So I'm very happy now that uh, we can see that uh, the big product team that we have are working in what we call customer journeys. Mm-hmm nowadays so we're basically working on the complete experience uh, within critical customer journeys Uh, one example uh, is payments just to mention something i won't go into any details here Uh, but that means that we're actually working with the workforce of uh, of us the whole product team and and tech in different customer journeys in order to create a better customer experience the whole way through and an automated experience the whole way through because also think of that uh, what my team can do uh, of course has boundaries uh, as well i mean we can't do things on our own website for instance that's only tech that can do we have some external services to our customers that are only tech and product that they can make changes to but when we provide all these competences together and work in a customer journey you will soon see jesper uh, that being a customer at uh, at nordnet is as fun as going to a party <laughs> sounds like a dream by the way jesper are, are you a customer uh, i'm not actually i recently switched banks but i i uh, chose to go with a different bank i'm sort of swearing in church here but um <laughs> I, I actually chose another bank and not because of the digital offer though so <laughs> well well uh, probably I, I can help you you know it goes very fast <laughs> nowadays to become a customer Jesper I can help you after after this yeah, show. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up afterwards <laughs> um and, and since we're coming up on time I just wanted to see if you had any sort of closing thoughts or anything you want to leave the listeners with uh that they could take away from this from this podcast. As I said before, I think uh, don't don't fool yourself. I mean, the key takeaways to begin with: don't fool yourself. Uh, you need to be consistent with what you're doing. You need to have a strategy that that works over years. You need to think of this as something that is normal in your business, as normal as it is as administrating something else. You need to administrate your scalability mm-hmm. within the company. It's not a small project. You could kickstart it as a project for the company. A few months, maybe a year, but then it needs to go in your veins. It needs to be within everything that you do. Scalability. So that's one thing. The other thing, as I said, is don't start in the wrong end. Don't start with trying to automate the product of your scalability issues that you have. As I said, that you're bringing in all the agreements, physical, for instance. Don't try to solve the, the back end of that. Try to solve the initial issue. Is there some other way that we could do this? Yes, it is. We can provide it and bring it in digital. And that also means that we will grow. So you will also see a big increase in in your business. Then start with the automation, Mm. the automation part. So I would say those steps are the absolute most important things that you have when, when when you're automating. And then choose good providers, of course. Choose someone who matches the way that you're working. That's why we have chosen Roaring for this. We have chosen Scribe and Suite because... They work very well together with us. We have the same uh, culture, the way, uh, the same way of thinking, and of course that you are providing us with a roadmap that we mm. like. <laughs> <laughs> that small detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that small detail. So those are my my key takeaways, and don't uh, don't forget to have fun because that's always important in this. And don't be irritated that things takes long time because, as I said, the snowball mm. effect takes quite a few years to to increase, but then suddenly you go from like we did. In two years, we had automated eight FDs, and then in one year, we added on 20 Mm. to that because we got the snowball effect of the systems that we have built. Awesome. That's great, Carl. Um, Listen, it was uh, amazing speaking to you today. Uh, Thank you so much for for coming on, and I look forward to to seeing you more again. Thank you, Jesper. Thank you for inviting me. And before you broadcast this, I hope that you're a customer. (laughs) Great. You've been listening to an episode of a Roaring Podcast by Roaring.io. Feel free to share it with your friend, colleague, or peer if you liked it. 
If you wish to stay connected to us, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time.